Welcome, welcome, welcome to The Last Word. You are listening with your host, Tanisha. Here with another episode on The Last Word, my space for myself to be heard and for others. To be heard where there's what? Always more, more, more to love. Listen, y'all. Here on The Last Word, I am just big on key words, okay? And one of the key words for me here on The Last Word, because y'all know I'm a believer, is suffer, 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 and suffering, right? Because we are going to suffer for the cause of Christ, you know, in these post-pandemic days. I'll just say that (laughs) because I don't know for whatever reason when you tend to say end times, tribulation, tribulation saints, end time biblical prophecies. Okay, I'm not going to get into that. But definitely listen to my other podcasts regarding those things called The Good News. And then also listen to my podcast, May I Have Your Attention, right? And May I Have Your Attention Part 2. Because what I intend to present today, because y'all already know, I what? (laughs) Okay, I had a thought. (laughs) But really and truly, this thought that I'm going to share in this episode today or tonight has to do with a little bit, just a little snippet of what I shared at the tail end of May I Have Your Attention, right? So if you look at that episode, it's two episodes of May I Have Your Attention. The first episode is May I Have Your Attention. And the second episode of that uh, is May I Have Your Attention, Please, Part 2, right? So just look on my podcast here and you should be able to find those episodes. However, if you don't, you know, have time, whatever, you don't have to listen to those or whatnot. You can just listen to this episode right now. Um... But I was just referencing those because I did mention a little bit about what I'm going to discuss tonight. And tonight, of course, because I'm here on the East Coast. And I just had dinner. Happy Feast of Tabernacles to everyone, okay? You understand if you don't understand or know what the Feast of Tabernacles is, look it up. Of course, in the book of Exodus and also in the book of Leviticus or whatnot, it is a... High Holy Feast Day of the Most High Heavenly Father, wherein the Israelites came out of captivity and they were in the wilderness, of course, when they were released from Pharaoh. When Moses um, guided them into the wilderness, they had what was considered the Feast of Tabernacle. And after that situation, really, when they came into the wilderness, it wasn't the Feast of Tabernacles. It didn't necessarily become named the Feast of Tabernacles until after the fact, as you understand, God commanded Moses to tell the people to hold a memorial, which is called the Feast of Tabernacles, in, you understand, memorial of the time that they spent in the wilderness or whatnot. And so they had to do it each year. However, like I said, y'all already know, <laughs> I'm usually out the fly with things like that. So you definitely go look it up. Definitely go search the scriptures for yourself. Google it, whatever you you will to read about that in Exodus and Leviticus to be able to get the backdrop of why I'm mentioning the Feast of Tabernacles anyway. Okay. (laughs) I don't even know how it came up. Okay. Of course, I went down another rabbit hole as I do on the last word because what? (laughs) This is what I do. I talk. Okay. I'm a talkative person. I'm, I'm talkative. Okay. That's why I created this podcast. Anywho, let me get back on topic. 
So, what I want to present tonight is I had briefly mentioned about um, enough, right? And it was about paying attention. You understand. I always, you know, will... Well, I mentioned in the other podcast that I will never be broke as long as I can pay attention, right? And that I mentioned how I always have enough, enough attention, right? And then we, the concept of enough just simply came up. So I don't even know what our title is, actual podcast, but I wanted to briefly talk about it because in the other podcast, which is May I Have Your Attention, I mentioned how the concept and the idea of just enough is a whole other podcast in and of itself it's why i'm here now yeah (laughs) to do the podcast on the concept and the idea of enough you understand enough right i also mentioned about how i have you understand being looked at or viewed as or accused of or you understand mistaken for being mediocre or excuse me, mediocre because of the fact that people tend to not recognize or understand the concept of contentment. You understand? So this podcast is about enough. You understand? When is enough enough? What is your enough? And also, is God enough? You know, I like I said, this podcast could really go on. You understand? Like, I'm just going to tell you right off the bat. I have learned to cut my podcast short because when I'm dealing with a certain concept, it really, the rabbit hole really goes deep. Okay. <laughs> Let me tell you something. The rabbit hole goes deep, but I have, I am training myself or trying to make sure that I come on, speak my piece about a certain topic, not to go into the rabbit hole, okay? I mean, sometimes it had me feeling like Matrix, okay? <laughs> Which pill do you want? You want the red pill or the blue pill? You understand? How deep does the, does the rabbit hole go? You understand? And trust me, it goes deep. You understand? <laughs> Deeper then sometimes I anticipate and sometimes deeper than what I expect. But of course I get sidetracked. Like I said, I do go down rabbit holes or whatnot. But anyway, let me get back to it, right? Okay, so enough. Just dealing with the concept of enough. And one thought I also had about that is how with what we're dealing with in our society now, it's like you understand the fact that you know close friends of mine you know people who have been in my life and been able to actually have a take a peek at my daily living you know and just even take a peek at just being around me dealing with me being in my presence knowing me getting to know me the surface of me you understand because like I said, the rabbit hole really goes deep. Nobody has the time. The only person that would be able to go that deep with me are like immediate close relatives and family members, right? Like my son, he's with me every single day. He hears the words that come out of my mouth. You understand what I'm saying? Like they know, no, 
you understand how deep the rabbit hole goes you understand and they understand clearly the things you understand that they are able to witness with just living with me on a regular daily basis whereas like a friend a relative excuse me an extended relative may not really know how deep the rabbit hole goes and may not really fully understand the concept you understand that I are the principles that I make an effort to live by daily so it can easily be misconstrued you understand you know who I am and how it is I live and what you understand the reasons why you get what I'm saying like and that's why I wanted to address this concept of enough like my family like my immediate family like my son my mom they know me you understand? They know that I'm not this go get the bag. Let's, you know what I'm saying? We got to have this. We got to have that. You know, this and that, whatever. They understand that I'm very, a very grounded and content person. Not only that, that I am a person that is more geared toward principle for daily living versus trappings for daily living. You understand? Like, we may not have the best of the best, but we're going to think righteously. We're going to think righteously. See, like, there's a difference because in our society today, we get the whole concept of, you know, somebody being this righteous person or whatever, you know, or, you know, this person that's not materialistic versus someone who is. Like, you understand? I am... A person that I want to think righteously. Like I want to be righteous in my mind. I want my thoughts, the way I think, the way I move, the way I behave, what I do to be honorable and righteous. You understand what I'm saying? Like, like I'm not perfect though. I'm definitely a person that have like made mistakes or maybe I'm doing some things I shouldn't be doing. You understand? But it's the concept of thinking righteously and wanting to do what's right and making an effort to do what is honorable and what is right right and then so that's the kind of person I am so in that like I'm not this chase it chase it go get it money person hungry you know what I'm saying whatever and so it's like because I am a content person like I'm very content so it's like understanding what enough is enough is enough like I have enough you know I don't have to have this or that whatever I got a roof on my food clothing shelter and arraignment right I have a roof I am very very blessed I feel truly blessed you know there are times where I don't feel as blessed as maybe that I could be but who doesn't feel that that's why you have to establish this that's that's why I'm having this conversation because if you don't establish what is enough, you understand? Listen, you can find yourself in a space where you won't ever think or feel or believe that you have enough. Because I could have the nicest house in this city and still feel like I need a bigger house or a nicer house or I need this or I need that like like you understand it's like it's not mediocrity it's not mediocrity you understand it is contentment (laughs) 
please don't get that mixed up. There is a difference. You understand? The house I'm in, it's my mansion. You see what I'm saying? It's because I am content because I recognize that somebody only has a buggy full of their belongings under a bridge. And some people say, well, you know, that's the reality all the time. And, you know, that doesn't mean anything. You know, you still got to keep up with the Joneses. No, I mean, you know, no, (laughs) no, I can't. I can't. Because there is a space of contentment and gratitude and recognizing how your situation could be worse off than the next person's. And that's when you begin to count those what? Those sheep in the middle of the night. Those blessings. You understand? You begin to count your blessings. You begin to be grateful for what it is you have. Recognizing because there is a possibility that you may never. I may never live in a mansion. (laughs) That's why the house I'm in now has to be my mansion. But of course, I don't really look at it that way. I ain't going to lie. This this house that I am in now, I do consider my starter. I call it my starter house, right? Because eventually, I do want to move on from the house that I'm in. But it doesn't mean that, like, you know, I'm trying to chase a bag or trying to be better or anything like that. However, neither does thinking that I'm the house I'm in is a mansion is me being mediocre. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> And a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? And I don't want to, I also have to state that I don't want to make it seem like I'm just saying to everybody who is out there trying to succeed or do better is also the same. You understand where they're just trying to keep up with the Joneses or whatnot or whatnot or what have you. Because everybody doesn't have that intent. You understand? Man sees what's on the outside, but God sees what's in the heart. You understand? Man looks on the outer parts, but God sees within. You understand? So I don't want to make it sound like if you're out there doing that. All I am doing is addressing the concept of enough. You have to begin to establish what is enough. Because you will run into what I am. Y'all know, like I said, I got keywords and suffer, suffer, suffer. I'm going to go back to what I was saying because I kind of got off. But at the beginning of this podcast, I mentioned how suffer is a key word because I am a believer and I do want to understand what it means to suffer, you know, for the cause of Christ. So that is just a key word, right? Here on the on the last word podcast, right? And in this episode, I also want to address another key word that has to do with this topic of enough. And I'm going over and over. I'm going over the time as far as I need to chop it up and hurry up and wrap it up, right? Because I don't want it to be too long. I always want to keep the podcast short if I can. Right? But the another key word that I want to introduce, you know, here on the Last Word Podcast, but of course, introduce to some and present to others, right? But I think it's probably the first time that I've really mentioned it here on the podcast. I think I mentioned, like, the word sensual or whatever. But when I mentioned that word... The word I was really thinking about is the word insatiable. Insatiable. You understand? And I'm going to give you the definition of that word because, I mean, you know, some people may not have heard it. But, of course, those of us who already know what the word means, you know, you probably already know what direction the rest of the pocket is going to go in, right? So, basically, insatiable means impossible to satisfy. 
You understand? Insatiable, uh, having an insatiable appetite or desire for something, especially intimacy. I'm going to say intimacy. But when you go look up that definition, when you just Google the words insatiable, right? You get that second definition, which simply says having an insatiable appetite or desire for something, especially it actually, instead of, I replaced the word, you understand, S-E-X, with intimacy, right? Especially for S-E-X is what the second definition of that word is. You understand? But I am referring to the word in the sense of enough, learning to how to be content. You understand? Learning how to say, okay, this is enough. Because, you understand, feeling like you need to do more and there's more. You understand? And not recognizing that we are mortal man. On earth, we are mortal man. And that there is only so much that we are going to be able to do. And that, like I said, that's not to say because so many people have accomplished great things, so many great things. But with a billion people on the planet, every single billion person, billions of people are not going to accomplish a certain number of things. And so you have to establish within yourself so that you're not what? Worrying yourself out trying to get rich. What enough is. You understand? And I I established that for myself. Like a while ago. And some people say, oh, you fell into complacency. Oh, you fell into mediocrity. No. You understand? I, for my own personal reasons, I had to just slow down and say, wait a minute. Wake up and smell the coffee and understand and recognize certain things that everybody is not going to be able to get on this certain entrepreneur bandwagon, blah, 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 whatever. You know? And people who do awesome, that's great. Go out, go make your billions. Go do that. But what I had to slow down and recognize, I had to come back to God and be able to put God first and be able to seek you first, the the kingdom of heaven, recognizing all these things, you know, will be added unto me because God knows what it is that I have need of. And I've already gone on my time. So let me try to wrap it up. But you understand, I had to say, wait a minute, let me stop. You understand because or let me slow down let me stop let me you understand let me be still see the salvation of the lord and let me wait upon the lord because those who wait upon the lord uh shall renew their strength they shall mount up on wings as eagles you understand i had to remember the word of the lord and be able to recognize and say hey let me just pause for a moment you understand because i don't want to go on and have myself caught up in what Christ, um, you know, had, you know, came across with the rich man, with the young rich ruler. I think it was a young rich ruler. But like I said, I'm, I'm on the fly when it comes to certain stories. But just go look that up. You understand? And Christ talked about that with the rich young ruler. It talks about that in the word of God with this rich young ruler and you know Christ essentially wasn't telling him to go give away everything he had and that's the key part and to be honest I would have to reread it myself to look at it again to you know really analyze and look closely at as to whether or not 
Christ was telling him to give away everything he had. He only needed to give some of some of it away, right? But nonetheless, in the end of that scenario, in that situation, it turned out that God that excuse me, that Christ stated that it is harder for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven than it is for a camel to enter into the eye of a needle. Okay, listen, you have to understand the ramifications of that and the implications of that. You understand? If I learn what enough is right now, what I'm going to begin to do is to relieve myself of the further difficulty or how much more difficult it could be for me to enter into the kingdom of heaven if I were to become rich you understand learning contentment what today's society deems mediocrity you understand it's going it's going to give me the odds of getting into heaven with me being contentment or mediocre whatever you want to call it it's going to be in my favor versus if I had a billion dollars. You ask Oprah Winfrey how she going to make it in. Lord God, I don't want to say people's name on here and talk about how somebody else going to make it in. Lord, forgive me. I repent right here on the podcast. I ain't going to do that. You understand? But you have to just consider these things when it comes to the elite, when it comes to your desire you understand? And your ins- insatiability, if that's a word, right? Because we have introduced the word insatiable. But you're going to have to really self-examine and to make sure that you are not among, you understand, the rich who will have a more difficult time of making it into the kingdom. Learn how to be content. Learn contentment for wit. For godliness with contentment is great gain. Godliness with contentment is the gain. I feel right now, and then also I think it's a scripture in Proverbs that talks about it. That talks about how you understand little is much in righteousness. You understand then to have much ill-gotten gain. Right, and that's not to say people out here getting it, you know, wrong. You do have some people who do wrong to get it. You understand? Not referring to those who get it the righteous legal way, and not even, and definitely not referring to those who are blessed by the Most High Heavenly Father, because God does want us to prosper. But what Paul, a lot of times when we're talking about, or you know, discussing or looking at what it is that Paul was speaking about when he mentioned how he does wish that we would prosper, even as our soul prosper. The emphasis was on the fact that your soul needs to prosper. Not that you are materially prospering. You understand? Yes, material, you know, you should, you know, have certain trappings or whatever. What I like to call appropriate blessings that the Most High Heavenly Father wills for you to have. But what Paul was really emphasizing is that he wished that your soul will also prosper. That you, you understand, how do I know this? Because in the book, I know this because you then go to another precept in the word of God where it talks about it in the book of Revelation. And I think it was the church of Laodicea. You understand where it talks about how the, that the church of Laodicea were proclaiming how they were so 
well off you understand rich and that they have need of nothing but christ said to them what you are poor and naked you understand because they weren't rich in spirits they were poor and naked in spirit and what we have to understand about is what i mentioned a few seconds seconds ago in this podcast is that god looks at the inner man you don't understand man looks at the outer parts while god looks at the inner man you understand god is looking at what our soul looks like is why paul said i wish that you understand your soul will prosper just as much as you are prospering in the earth because nothing in this earth matters none of these things we have to enjoy the things while we can and because we are mortal men in this earth that we all what are going to from the dust we came to the dust we shall return we have to realize and recognize and be grateful and enjoy those things that god has blessed us with whatever they be whether they be a bmw or whether it be look my little chevy that i got you understand listen i'm gonna drive my chevy like it's a bmw you understand I don't care. I'm not going to be caught up in the things of these world in of in the things of this world. You know, you know, and then slimming my chances of making it into the kingdom of heaven which is eternal. Okay? Another concept and oh lord, I said I was going to wrap it up, but another concept of enough, right? You have to say when is enough enough? You're asking yourself this, self-examining. You're asking yourself what is my enough? You understand? You're asking yourself this. What is your enough? You understand? And what is my enough? When is enough enough? And then I also mentioned a little bit in reference in those other podcasts that I discussed at the beginning of this episode, you understand, about having enough to share. Be a blessing. Give. You understand? That is another thing that it, I think it was in First uh, Timothy chapter 6 or something like that. You have to Google that where it talks about how God admonishes the rich to give. You know, you see some people chasing the bag and you understand you can't see, you can't find them when it's time to give except on, on what is considered us our so-called holiday Christmas. When you understand Christ ain't got nothing to do with Christmas. You understand you need to research, research Christmas. Everybody want to give during Christmas when Christmas ain't got nothing. Listen, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. You Google that and go down that rabbit hole for yourself. But Christmas, Christ ain't in Christmas. And somebody said, we need to put Christ back in Christmas. No, I wish they take Christ out of Christmas. With the things that I've learned and discovered about Christmas, it is wicked. That's the only time you find somebody wanting to give. We don't need a holiday to give. No, you should be giving on a regular basis when you are blessed and you are wealthy. You understand? Giving should be a part of your daily activity, your daily routine. You understand? When you are blessed to be able to give in such a way. But establishing what is enough. Enough also, you know, in reference to having enough to share. Sometimes you don't have anything to share. That is nothing wrong with that. But when you do, do share. Do give, right? Another concept is understanding, is God enough? Asking yourself, is God enough? See, when you have God in this world... 
it can also easily be misconstrued as mediocrity is because you're not panting and going about and anxious and running and on the you're not on that hamster wheel you're not spinning your wheels trying to go here do this and do this and all that now and i got this going on that you're not doing all of that you understand because christ got on the water in the ocean with the disciples and when the storm was going he was asleep Folks, look, you know how the saying go. Don't sleep on me. Don't sleep on me. This and that, whatever. No, listen, I'm gonna be sleep. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna be sleep. That, that's right. Christ was on the boat in the storm with the disciples, sleep. And disciples was all up in arms. Christ is on the boat. How can you sleep when we got the storm going? On? And what did Christ do? He got up in the middle of the storm on the boat and said, "Up, peace." Be still. Listen to me. Listen to what the spirit. Listen. He who has ear to hear what the spirit is saying. Let him hear what the spirit is saying. You understand? He who has ear. Let him hear what the spirit is saying. Listen. Peace. Be still. Be still. Contentment. I don't. I'm not running around this and that. Doing this and that. No. And that doesn't mean I'm not doing something. First of all, this podcast is me doing something, right? Okay? But I'm doing what I love. I'm doing what energizes me. I'm not doing something that is wearing me out and got me anxious and got me, oh, I got to get the next thing. I got to do this. And I, listen, I did that. I, it, it, it didn't work out quite well for me. It didn't sit too well with my spirit. It vexed me. And like I say, if it's not something that vexes you or moves you or gets you, whatever. But for me, I know I had to set a skirt. I had to pump my brakes because this is vexing my spirit. And I'm who? I'm not finna. No, I'm not finna be doing this. No, 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 no. Because I need this much energy. I, I need to be putting that into praise and worship. I need to be putting that into prayer. I need to be putting that in the word of God learning of the word of God. Listen, let me tell you something else about being about enough, right? This one's going to be, I'm listen, I don't went into 30 minutes. So let me just go on and let you know right now, this getting ready to be a little bit lengthy because I got some more thoughts coming right now. As a matter of fact, I might have to do another podcast on this specific one. I'll just mention this and then maybe do another podcast about it. But let me tell you something about Martha and Mary in the Bible, right? Martha and Mary, they were preparing for Christ to come to visit their home. Christ came to visit their home. Christ got there. You understand? Christ is a teacher. You understand? He was the man of God. You know, you understand? As well as the son of God, a prophet. You understand? He is our king, our savior, the Messiah. You understand? Okay. So Christ gets there. Let me tell y'all something right now. You understand? And if you understand such a man of his caliber, a teacher, a man of God, you understand? If a man of God comes to my house, I am going to do everything I can to make sure this man is comfortable. Do you understand? I'm going to make sure the house is clean. I'm going to make sure there is order. I'm going to make sure, hey, smells good, smells nice. Everybody got the laundry done? Okay. We're going to have a nice meal. I'm going to have the tea ready. You understand? I'm going to make him comfortable. 
And then what am I going to do? I'm going to do all of that before he get here. You know why? Because when he get here, if he's a teacher, what I want to do, I want to sit down and listen to what it is that he has to teach. But let me tell you what was going on with Mary and Martha. Listen, Martha was working, doing whatever she needed to do, because I'm pretty sure there were several things to do with the Hebrew Israelite, their customs and their culture, and of course the laws of the Most High God, the commandments, the law statutes and commandments of the Most High God for women and different things of that nature at that time. I'm pretty sure Mary, uh, excuse me, Martha was very you know, adamant about making sure as a woman that she was doing everything she needed to do. But when Christ got there, Mary sat down at his feet to learn of him, to learn of him, to learn of him. I ain't going to repeat that. Okay. I get to be, I get to be redundant because I get a little passionate about it. Okay. Cause this is not work to me. This is me. This is my life. This is part of me. This is, this is my passion. Okay. This brings me joy. This energizes me and gives me more energy versus going out trying to get a bad mark and all this little extra hurt. No, 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 no. Okay. Listen. <laughs> okay. Let's be clear. This is what I love. I love the word of God. I love what the things that pertain to the spiritual things. You understand things that are not seen. Versus the things that we are seeing. What? Because I'm over what? Holy nation. Royal priesthoods. Peculiar people. Let Okay. Listen. I get excited. Listen. Hey. Stir up the gift. But let me calm down. But anyway. So. You know. Martha. Of course. This is what women do. This is part of our nature. She got little. You know. Whatever. In her element. <laughs> okay. And she was like. Christ. Are you going to tell Mary to help me? And guess what? She got rebuked. Straight up rebuked. You understand? Because what is it that... Listen, this is another podcast. This is another podcast. You understand? Christ said, no, 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 no. Listen. Okay? Martha, Martha, you are so cumbered about many things. But Mary has chosen that thing which is needful. <laughs> okay. And like I said, there is more. There is more to that. There is more concepts and insight into that whole little incident with them. But like I said, I just wanted to mention that for the sake of understanding what is enough. Martha, see, at a time when God says, or when you recognize that you need to pause or shift or redirect or stop to regroup or what you notice there is a change in the atmosphere or that something needs to be different. You stop like Martha should have stopped. You understand? Because Christ now his, he is physically present in the room now. Like all of the preparation, all of what we were doing, you understand, to prepare for his coming. Now that he, when he gets there, are we going to keep doing the same thing? No. You understand? It's time now. He's here. Now, you understand, we can stop spinning our wheels because everything that we were supposed to do, everything that is done up until the point he gets there is done. There's nothing more you can do once he's there. Just the only thing more to do and only thing left to do once he comes is to sit down at his feet and learn of him. Come on now. Glory be to God. Listen to me. Listen to what I'm saying to you. 
let he who hear, let who he who has an ear hear what the spirit is saying. Okay. Martha could have went on to try to do extra this and that, you know, as long as you're servicing Christ, making sure he's good. You understand what I'm saying? Like everything that you needed to do, you understand once he get there, time's up, time's up. You see what I'm saying? So, and that's what I'm saying. You need to be focusing on what it is that you need to be doing before he gets there. You understand? So that when he's there, you are ready. You are ready. You, you are ready to sup with Christ. You are ready. You cannot be going on about in your regular routine or regular what you do on the regular whatever Martha was doing. I don't know what Martha was doing, but listen, I saw Christ come through the door, Lord willing, I can't say because I don't know. I wasn't there. You understand? I just read it from the book. Whatever she had going on with her service to Christ, that was great. And that, and here's the thing. A lot of times people can also misconstrue that story. Like I said, this would have to be another podcast about Martha and Mary. But I, but God had helped me understand this years ago about this whole Martha and Mary situation. You understand? But it's like, Martha, you know, you, you at this time, you need to really just focus in on the presence of of Christ being there at that moment. And a lot of times when God can sometimes come into our life and allow his presence in our life to be more pronounced, it can feel and seem as if it's a disruptor. But at the moment you recognize him approaching your life and allowing his presence to be more pronounced because God is always there, right? But when Moses saw God in the burning bush, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> That's a little bit different. You know what I'm saying? That's a, he is pronouncing his presence in your life at that moment. And what did Moses have to do? He had to stop. God is always there watching over us, right? But at the moment he enters our life in a more pronounced way to where now we recognize his presence. And it's not a situation where we're just waking up going whatever, because we're supposed to be having Christ in our life daily on a regular daily basis, praying every single day. But there are times when God's presence can be more pronounced in our life. We need to be stopping. We need to be we need to be still to see the salvation of the Lord, to see what direction he would you know, new direction or new directive that he has for us because there may be a change or a shift or whatever. So we need to be still. We need to lean in to him and not be worried about the things of the world. And this is what Mary chose to do once Christ got there. And if this is happening in your life, I encourage you you to lean into the Most High Heavenly Father and not be worried about the things in this world because God knows of what we have need of. And oh Lord, this is only in 40 minutes. I did not intend for it, but I hope this blessed you. You understand? Enough. We're speaking about enough. Oh Lord, I still didn't even get to the last point about is God enough, right? A lot of times when you meet people, it's this whole extra stuff, right? Instead of you just being yourself, the person that God created you to be is, oh, I'm so-and-so and this is my business and this is this and that and that. And it's like all these extra accolades, right? I'll never forget a time that I was in church or whatnot. And it was like, I met this 
this girl or whatnot. And this was the early stages of everybody getting into titles and all this kind of extra stuff. And she handed me her business card. Like I said, nothing wrong with that. I didn't have a business card. Like I, like, I don't have any of this stuff. All I have is God. God is enough. You see what I'm saying? Y'all see where I'm going? God is enough for me. Like, I don't need anything extra to be who I am. I am who I am. If you cannot accept me as who I am, because I'm just walking in the essence of who God made me. Like, I don't need you to know that I'm thinking about selling our Seamouse. You understand? Because that is something I'm thinking about doing. <laughs> but I don't need you to know that in order to feel like I need to be accepted by you. You understand? Like, God is enough. But the girl, she handed me her business card. There's nothing wrong with that. But it's like, we weren't, it wasn't a scenario where it was necessary for her to do that. We were just meeting at church. We both needed to, at that moment, present ourselves to one another as just sisters in Christ. I, 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 you understand now, if I were, if I so happened to need, uh, you understand, to get my credit report rechecked or try to see if I needed to apply for credit because she worked at a bank or something, that'd be different. You understand? Yes, I need your bank card or whatever. You know, I need help with that. You understand? But I didn't need any of that. I was just being introduced to her. Like when I'm first meeting someone, I want you to just meet me. You don't need to know that I work somewhere X, Y, Z, or I'm a public servant or, you know, none of that. Like God is enough. Like I'm enough. Like you get what I'm saying? It's like we lead as with all this other stuff as if just being who we are isn't enough and sometimes that's how it is with God you know we are trying to taste the things of this world and trying to you know obtain a certain status in society as if just being a child of God isn't enough as if God isn't enough you see what I'm saying you get what I'm saying you know now had I walked into that sister's bank where she worked you see what I'm saying? But if we're just being introduced to one another as just mere sisters in Christ because we were at a church service at the time, you get what I'm saying? Why is it necessary that I need to know? And some people will say, oh, you jealous. Oh, no, 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 no. It's none of that. It's just, man, I was just really interested in getting to know her. But she was just interested in letting me know that she's a banker. Like, no, sister, just present yourself. Just present who you are. Aren't you enough? You see what I'm saying? Aren't you enough without having to lead? At, you understand? Like, I don't know. For me, when I leave work, work is at work. I don't care if you know where I work or not. Because when I leave work, I left work at work. When I come home, I am my son's mom. You understand? I am a child of God. I'm a child of God wherever I go, right? But I'm just saying, like... I do understand, I do get the different roles in society that we have to play going in, coming out. You understand? But it's like learning when you understand the concept of enough and being content, you understand it's certain when you go and come, you don't, you, it's not, it's not all this extra that you have to do. And some people say, well, you know, they say I'm doing extra and this and that and that and that and that. And my thing is, why do, why is it necessary for you to have to do extra? For somebody to accept you. 
If you have to do all that for somebody to accept you and you can't just say, hi, my name is, and that be it. I'm like, if I have to say, if I have to go beyond telling you that my name is, then I'm not, I don't care to deal with you anymore. (laughs) Like, it's like the extra for me personally belongs to God. You know, it's like God sees what you do. You understand behind closed doors and he, and he brings the honor in the light. You understand? Like I'm not getting ready to walk around here with a badge. The only badge I have is hi, my name is XYZ. I'm a believer. I'm a child of God. It boom, period. And if you cannot accept me and accept that, and I have to do extra or do a go, you understand what I'm saying? I think y'all understand what I'm saying, right? Just be, and that's it. I don't have to, you know, be, have this extra. I don't have to have nothing else. Like, that's it, that's all. And if you can't accept that, I don't want anybody in my life that can't just accept, hi, my name is, you know, whatever my name is, In period. That's it. Like, if I have to be this extra person, this extra, this entrepreneur, this, that, that, and all this extra stuff, and you have to know every detail of skill that I have, no. That comes with you first just accepting me for me. You learn about whatever else I got going on on the back end. You don't learn that. You don't get that at the beginning, at the onset. I don't even know you like that. Like, I can't just meet you and just let you get to know me first without you knowing, you know, all of my social capital or all of my skills or my skill set and this and that X, Y, Z. No. No. Then you understand? No, no, no. <laughs> I can't even. Listen, I don't went on long enough. Let me get off of here. Right? But it's God enough. And sometimes it's like the whole concept of God being enough. It's like we're not allowing just him alone to be enough for us is the reason why we feel a need and feel it necessary to go out and do all this extra stuff you know i think about sometimes homeless people and different things like that i think about the time the things that we the people not things excuse me the people that we run into from day to day and how the word of god says be careful how you entertain strangers because you could very well be entertaining an angel unaware you understand and we run into people, different people and different things like that from all kind of walks of life and different backgrounds. You understand? Could be a rich person, could be a poor person, could be homeless, could be a person who lives in a mansion. Angels. They still could be angels. And sometimes when we think about angels, we do sometimes tend to have that picture in our mind of a homeless person that's like coming as that messenger and angel of God, right? But the angels on of words could be anybody. Even it could be a rich person that you run into and not thinking it's an angel on the word. You understand? But it's like understanding even with the angel on the words, like God just wants us to be able to learn how to understand contentment and enough is enough. You know, when we're running into people, angels on the words, treat people the way you want to be treated, period, period. Enough is enough. Like, I don't have to 
have a certain and if I have to have all that I'll be fine I'll be by myself because guess what when we stand before the throne of God we're gonna be by ourselves. there's nothing there's nothing we're gonna be able to say there's we're not gonna be able to give an excuse about whoever else did this or that or any of that we have to give an account for ourselves. and tonight the last word is understanding when enough is enough don't allow people to accuse you and to mock you and to put you down and to make you feel like you're mediocre because you have learned contentment and because you have learned gratitude and because you have learned to accept the the reality of your life first of all and to not live in delusion and like I said that is not to say when you're planning, you're actively doing going something. Somebody, some people might say, "Well, you're just lazy and you don't want." To. And maybe I am, but I don't consider myself lazy. I consider myself just free. I'm just a free spirit. I'm not. I'm free from whatever it is. I've done what I needed needed to do to achieve and attain a certain thing. And if my faith was able to put me in a place to obtain the trappings and the appropriate blessings that I've attained at this point, should I not be content with whatever that is? You get what I'm saying? See why it's so fa- that it's so faulty? You understand? That the, the whole fallacy of not understanding and learning contentment? Should I not be content and grateful for where I am? Just because I'm not where some people feel like we need to be in society and this and that. And we got to keep chasing and scrambling all the time. No, 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 no. I'm middle-aged. I'm getting middle-aged. What I need to be focusing on is my retirement accounts, my life insurance policies. Where am I going to be buried at? You understand what I'm saying? Because people are dropping like flies right now. You know? (laughs) And I know what I'm saying. It's like so Debbie Downer. But it's facing the reality of our mortal situation. (laughs) We're not going to be living forever. Who got time? Who got time? Who got time? Like I said, I want the appropriate blessings. And I do want to live comfortably. And and they don't say, they don't mean I don't got money goals. I got money goals. However, I understand the money goals that I have is based on the skill set that I have at this time until I'm able to learn more and different things like that. But I will not, 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 not have someone accusing me of being mediocre because I may not move as fast or I'm not going on the wheel as fast as you're going on your wheel. You understand what I'm saying? Because at the same time, while I'm taking my time, and maybe, yes, maybe to being lazy because of, because of me being free spirit, I have to confess, okay? There is a certain level of laziness involved, all right? I'm going to tell you, but I do labor in the word of God and I do thank God for that. You know that I do read his word. I do, you understand? Listen to the word of God as well and learn that way as well. You understand? Okay, so I'm not back here to bash or anything like that, but I'm here to just put some new thoughts, excuse me, for you to think about in your mind when it comes to this concept. Okay, think about these things. Think about these things. Consider these things. Consider these things as well. Being still, having enough, understanding that God is enough. God is enough because tomorrow's not promised. We must live every day as if it's our last day. But like I said, oh, God, I, listen, I only intend to be on here for 15 minutes. And now it's gone a little over 50 minutes. Good night, everyone.
I hope you all enjoyed this podcast. You understand here on the last word? Enough. Don't allow yourself to be insatiable where you can never be satisfied. And trust me, certain people who have goals and dreams and all this, all that. Listen, it, it creates, you become more susceptible and vulnerable to um, becoming insatiable, to becoming a person who will never be satisfied until you get this, that, and that, and that. There's always, once you get that, there's always going to be something else that you want or something else or somebody else that you see who has more, 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 you understand? More, more, more. You understand? But what we want to have more of is the things that pertain to God. More love, more generosity, more kindness, more patience, more long-suffering. We want to have more of the Holy Spirit. We need more of God and less of ourselves. Less of the things of this world and more of the things that pertain to godliness, wholeness, and in life. In the, you, you spiritually, right? What Paul said, I wish um, that thy soul mayest prosper. As much as you be in good health and prosper, you know, in this earthly world, whatever. It's the emphasis was on your soul prospering, not you understand, not so much as being blessed. Yes, be blessed. Go do the things in this world, you know, occupy until he comes. That's all we're doing. We're only occupying until Christ comes. That is all that's happening right now. If you are a believer in Christ, understand this. Don't allow yourself to get too caught up in the word. You make yourself, you understand, less likely to make it into the kingdom of heaven with what worshiping the image of the beast, which is the, of this world. All right, I'm going to go now. I've been on here for an hour. But anyway, everyone have a good night. Enjoy your evening. Rest well. Drink water. All that good stuff. Pray for me. I'll pray for you. I have some habits I need to get rid of too. Okay. Okay, none of us are perfect except except Christ, right? So, be blessed. You have been listening to another episode that I did not intend to be so lengthy. Oh, God, forgive me, y'all. But anyway, you've been listening to another episode here on The Last Word with your lovely host, Tynesha. My space for myself to be heard and for others. I need to quit saying others because I ain't in a green room on here yet. Whatever. Okay. But <laughs> my space for myself to be heard. Okay. Where there's what? Always what? More, more, more to love. <laughs> Y'all have a good night. Bye-bye.